Okay, y'all, we have all heard the phrase, when you snooze, you lose. But my catchphrase is, when you assume, you lose. We're going to be talking about how making assumptions based on your intuition and not based on facts will lose you clients and cash each and every time you need to listen up. I have three easy tips to help you make fact-based decisions that make money. Listen up. We're going to dive on in. Hey there, it's Heather Lyle, your marketing and messaging expert and host of the Money Making Marketing Show, where we talk about all things marketing, branding, communication strategies, PR, and let's be honest, we all need a little help with keeping our head out of the trash can in business too, right? So I bring over 20 years of leadership level experience in the corporate, small business, nonprofit, and government space to my clients. And I'm also a mom to three kids, a wife to a super busy and awesome husband. And I am that girl who is involved with a bajillion committees, organizations, and in the unpaid Uber driver for all of my kids' sporting events, which is why I love the fine wine. And I am a self-professed cheese snob as well, too. So this podcast will give you the strategy strategies you need to make the money. I know we all want to see with your marketing. How does that sound? I am so excited to be with you and share all the things. Now let's get to it. How many times have you assumed something without asking for facts or clarity? I'm going to raise my hand on this one and I'm going to (laughs) assume, I know that's probably the wrong word, that you're going to raise your hand on this one as well, too. I've assumed that people think my work is boring and like everyone else, and it's not. I've assumed that clients have felt a certain way about how a project is going or whatever. And in fact, they felt very differently than what I thought. I've assumed that someone understands certain terminology, acronyms, whatever, and they don't. In fact, (laughs) PSA on this one. Don't ever assume anybody knows industry acronyms and vernacular. You have to spell things out, people, because I mean, everybody's living in their own world, right? We're the star of our own movie and we have a million different things happening in our lives. And even if we're in a certain industry or whatever, sometimes when you spell out an acronym, that actually helps people understand and absorb information easier. Just a little PSA there. Anyway, I digress. We've all made assumptions about various aspects of our business, and we assume that no one is seeing our posts on social media because maybe we don't get the likes that we want to get or the views that we want to see. We assume that people aren't reading our emails because people don't hit reply. They don't respond, right? We assume that we need to spend money on things like paid ads or big SEO packages, because we're not making the money that we want to make and we feel like we need to be in front of more eyeballs, okay? But I want you to send me a direct message on Instagram and let me know what types of assumptions that you have made in business or life in general, because I know that we've all done it. And we've all done it a million times and we do it every darn day, all right? But the problem with making assumptions is that more often than not, assumptions are not fact-based, They're not, they're not fact-based. They're driven by fear and overwhelm and a lack of self-confidence because y'all, it is freaking hard being in business alone, which if you haven't listened to episode two about how I deal with head trash, you absolutely need to listen to that. Okay. So there's a few things I do weekly to make sure I've got my numbers and data straight in my head. So that way... I keep myself from spinning out of control and assuming that all of the content I'm putting out into the world is crap. 
right? Because we do. We assume that. I mean, how many of you raise your hand? I'm going to assume want, want something right now. But seriously, I do. How many of you have seen, you know, put out a great video or reel or whatever, written an article on LinkedIn and you're like, damn, that was good. I'm going to get a million people liking all this. And there's, there's crickets. And you're just, your head goes into the space of why am I alive and creating all of this content that no one is liking. We're making assumptions based on vanity metrics that are not, you know, conclusive of what people really feel, how they're really feeling and thinking about something. And how many of you really raise of hands here too. How many of you have read really, really great content or seen really great stuff and you didn't make a comment yourself. You didn't like or share it or whatever, but you thought, whoa, that was really good. Okay. We all do this. Okay. So there's three things that I want you to do on the regular. And y'all, these are things that I have trained myself to do. I actually have, and this is my geek side coming out here. Okay. I actually have put in um, the meeting invites in my calendar for once a week, typically on Monday mornings to check these three things. Kid you not. So if you need to make a meeting invite just to make sure that you do it, like do it. Number one, okay. You're going to check your social media analytics to see which posts are performing the best. All you have to do is just simply tap on a post and you'll see the view analytics in blue underneath the graphic. And specifically, I want you to be looking for saves, shares, and comments. Okay. Listen, some posts are lame and some posts are just going to knock your socks off. Right. But if you dig in and find out what your audience likes, do more of that. For example, um, I was talking with my social media coordinator and um, what was it? A couple of months ago, she had been posting some really awesome, funny memes, you know, and or GIFs or whatever. Yeah. The movable kind of GIFs. And people were really liking, they were sharing them. And I was just like, okay, Sam, we've got to do more of these GIFs because people like it. And the analytics are pretty high on it as well too. So let's do more of this. Now you don't want to overwhelm yourself with like tons more of it. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that if you find that there's like a type of, you know, a piece of content that people tend to enjoy and they like it or whatever, you may want to add more of that into your overall content mix. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. So number one, check your social media analytics. Number two, you need to be checking those email open rates. A good email open rate, um, a, a good number for that regarding, you know, good email open rate is anything above 20%. So for those of you who aren't emailing your community on the regular, you need to. And for those of you who are emailing your community on the regular, we want those email open rates to be above 20%. So if it's below 20%, you need to take a good look at that. All right. So, and some of you who are like, yeah, I don't even have an email list. I do everything on social media. I'm going to highly encourage you to think otherwise. Email is not for the dinosaurs. I promise you it's not. Um, I tell everyone that you do not own your social media feeds like Facebook or LinkedIn. They do. Okay. You do own your email list. So if your social media account gets suspended, you have no way of communicating to your audience. And that my friend is what I call bad. It's very bad. 
So not only should you be emailing your list uh, weekly or bi-weekly, you need to be checking those analytics for open rates. So you need to see which emails had a higher open rate and make some decisions as to why it was a higher open rate. Was it the headline? Was it the hook? Was it the content itself? What made that person open up that email? You need to be looking at that. Okay. So number two, check your email open rates. Number three, you need to ask your clients if they're happy. Y'all, This is so simple. It seems simple, but reaching out to existing clients and asking if there's anything that you can do to make their experience better or help them solve a specific problem, that'll help you sharpen your skills and abilities as well as get the information you need to make things better. Okay. And we all want to be be making improvements in our business, right? That's how we grow. So number one, check your social media analytics. Number two, check your email open rates. Number three, ask your clients if they're happy. And that is a very quick simple, easy text to send just to say, hey, checking in. How's it going? How are you liking things? Is there anything that I can do to make it better? It's all you got to do. All right. So when you assume you lose, so we don't want to lose. Don't assume you got to dig in. You got to find the data points. You got to ask around. You got to make sure that people are happy. That's what you've got to do in order to stay on top of your business and to continue to make money like I know that we all want to do. All right. So if you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with somebody, please do. I would love that. And until next time, we'll see you then. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Heather underscore Lyle. That is spelled L-I-S as in Sam L-E. And if you like the show, I'd love for you to give me a five-star review on Apple. Just go to the show on your podcast lineup and give me a five-star review there. Until next time, I'm wishing you a great week and may your marketing make you lots of money.